0: Right, you guys. Welcome back to the Pursuit of Property podcast. Today we're talking about something really important. We brought it up on our first drinking podcast where we did a recap of essentially the Pursuit of Property podcast, you know, our journey with the podcast, our investing journeys. And we got a we got really really good feedback and good outreach off of one of the snippets from that episode which was having a second job or having a side hustle while you are trying to build your business. And both Scott and I, we have experience with this. I currently have experience with this. So I feel like we've got a lot to chat about, a lot of good things to share, kind of break down the stigma and really explain why they can be helpful and how it can help you really grow your business. So Scott, how are you doing, my friend? Dude. I'm good. Yeah. Thinking back to that podcast, that clip went pretty viral.
1: Got a lot of views. Um, and more importantly than that, because honestly, so we've had a lot of clips that have gotten good views. Yeah. It had a lot of like genuine impact. And I think it, it led to a lot of people reaching out to us and saying like, hey, like I appreciate you guys saying that, you know. And I think the reason why is because there's, I think, a false uh, a false thought process that people think that having a side hustle is is somehow shameful or or embarrassing or, or not cool or whatever. Like, I don't know what it is, but I feel as if people are embarrassed to say that they're doing something on top of their real estate business.
0: Yeah. And I think um, you never want to find yourself in a situation, either with your personal financial situation or your business financial situation where you're broke, right? Right. Nobody loves being broke. It's a horrible feeling and it can be a big hole to climb yourself out of, right? So I think just a good transition to the conversation here, and I'll ask you, I'll have you kind of lead it off and recap yours a little bit is one, what led you to get your, you know, your side hustle, your second job way back when? And if you could just recap, tell me, you know, yeah. tell me something I haven't heard before on why that was helpful for you, or it, even your struggles going through it. Because I know it's it's not easy, like you said. Yeah.
1: Um. I mean, everybody who listens to our podcast knows that we're young. Um. For me to have four and a half years experience in the business, and I look like I'm 18. Mm. I mean, clearly, I got started right at the start of my professional life. Um. You and I have always talked about this I, at the start of my business. Uh, My real estate career, I had some initial success and that was, I think, both beneficial and detrimental. It was the blessing and the curse, right? Um, It made me feel as if I could make it in the business and it gave me that hope that like, okay, I have the skills to make this work. And it also gave me the false confidence that I could go and spend my money away and do the things that every 18-year-old does when they make their first check, right? So, for me, you know at at the start, the inconsistency of deals was not something that I processed because I was super consistent on my spending, and what ended up happening was that you know, as time went on, I didn't check my accounts, I didn't pay attention, I swiped and kept going, and I got to the point where I couldn't even pay my rent, right? and I just remember that moment, and it's still to this day like terrorizes me. I still remember what it feels like to not be able to pay rent and to not know where I'm going to pay for my food. And I was living on my own. I had a car payment. I had everything I needed to pay. Right. And I just remember that moment and being like, wow, I have screwed up massively. And it was all ego at the end of the day. I didn't go get a second job because it was all about ego. And I concluded that the only way I could make it through was to go get a second job. The benefit was that, like within 30 days of getting a second job, I immediately started closing deals again. It was as if by getting the second job, a switch was triggered that opened up the floodgates, right? And by the end of that year, I did six figures of revenue from just sales. The following or the previous six months, I had made zero dollars. And I think, I don't know if it's correlation or causation. But I know for a fact that that's how it worked for me. And I've seen it work exactly the same for a whole bunch of people.
0: We were talking about almost exactly that yesterday. We were doing um, one of our walks around the office. And it's funny because I experienced almost something identical. I'm experiencing something almost identical. And it's weird because we, we you don't know. Like you were saying to me yesterday, like, dude, nothing has changed Nothing has changed. You have been doing the same things. You've been putting in the same amount of work, if not more, doubling down in all of our systems and all of our things. Nothing changed. So what? What, what like? what is going on here? And I don't... We can't really explain it. Um, I, I do think, you know, part of it is, and, you know, to recap a little bit, that part that went viral, I think when you find... Something like this, I know you went and got something in the restaurant industry, I did the same thing, is when you have, it, kind of a two-parter, when you have that there and you have the consistent income coming in, you're not operating in your business from a state of panic or nervousness, right? At least from a financial standpoint. Mm -hmm. I think when you are comfortable and confident enough that all of your necessities are being paid for, you can operate in your business from a point of growth and confidence. I think that, first and foremost, is really big, and number yeah. one. Because if you're operating in a state of panic and nervousness, your business and <laughs> your business financials are going to reflect that. Yeah. Right? Because what how you are operating, what you are doing, affects all of the aspects of what you're doing. Yeah.
1: There's no amount of toothpaste that will get rid of commission breath. If you... <laughs> have to make that check to pay for your meal yeah you're gonna have a different energy and a different way of communicating than if you know that your meal is met and you're just here providing opportunities right it's it's just how life works and i think a lot of people they're embarrassed or they're upset that you know i have to go get a second job to provide for myself but i don't know a single reasonable adult who looks down on somebody who takes responsibility For meeting their needs. Nobody I know has put any judgment on me for getting a restaurant job when I did. Nobody I know said that was irresponsible of you. And I'll tell you what, it didn't stop any of my real estate business. The people who worked with me were giving me opportunities because they knew how bad I wanted it and they knew how bad I was going to work for them. It wasn't because They were or they didn't pull business away because they thought, well, you know, he's working at a restaurant. He must not be that good of a realtor. And so I shouldn't give him my business. It was the opposite. It allowed me to reintroduce myself to tons of new people. And when people asked me how real estate was going, I could tell them it was going better because all of a sudden my business picked up in a way that it hadn't before. When I had some
0: form of security, knowing I could meet my minimum required bills. Right. Yeah. One hundred percent. And I think it's. It's interesting because, you know, for somebody who goes out and, you know, I, I think it's twofold, right? There's kind of a couple dif- different situations where this can come into play. One of them being a similar situation to yours and mine is, you know, you have made some money, you have found some success, and then you hit a big lull. You hit a big dry patch, right? But money's still going out and you need some money coming in in order to get your bills paid and get stuff done, right? right. Or the twofold or the, the second aspect of this is you could be a brand new investor who's trying to hit this full time. You haven't made any money and you're trying to put all your time and resources into it. Right. So whether you've seen a little bit, bit of success, made a little bit of money and then hit a dry spell or you're a new investor, you know, trying to get the ball rolling. I think, nonetheless, the biggest thing that we wanted to do on here is break that stigma, right? You mentioned ego. I know that was a part of it for me, too, at least. It's hard to break that stigma, right? And like you said, nobody is going to hold you at fault for doing what you got to do, going out and grinding and putting in the work, right? At, At a point, I believe, in my opinion... It's more respectable than trying to act like everything's okay and, and you're not putting in the And work. putting
1: yourself in debt. The only other <laughs> option, if you're really in a position where you're in a lull, your only other option is to pull out credit. Mm-hmm. And I promise you people will look at you as a more responsible adult who they're willing to trust with their investments. If you are willing to own up, take responsibility, extreme ownership of your situation and solve the problem... Even if it meant going and getting an additional job, then if you went and pulled out, you know, twenty thousand dollars of credit card debt, and and now you're, you know, really in a bad spot, you know, that's how I view it. The other part here is that, like, I think a lot of people are concerned to get a second job because they think somehow it's it, it's accepting defeat, and I think that stigma also really stuck with me. I felt as if. You know, all those people who said, what if real estate doesn't work out? What happens when the market turns? You know, what happens when real estate, you know, has a lull? I felt as if somehow they had won and I had lost or something like that. But what it really allowed me to do is get my feet back under me and develop a business that all of a sudden I developed stability, right? And I still have months that are better than others. And I have months that are worse. I've had two zero months this year. But I'll tell you what, those zero months didn't hurt because I had months that made a lot of money, and I was able to put it away, develop a form of consistency. I got out of my business and you know gave myself a wage, you know, that was reasonable, that was modest, that was livable. You know It's like, okay, by going and getting the second job, it allowed me to survive through real estate. It, it actually guaranteed my success, whereas if I had tried
0: to keep going the way I was going, I was guaranteed to fail. You know, it's interesting. You hit on a lot of good stuff there. I think once, you know, if you are an entrepreneur or a business owner, I think your perspective of what an entrepreneur or business owner is... It can be a lot different depending on how far along you are in that entrepreneurship journey, right? If you go and you find someone successful, like I'm going to use the big name guys, for example, Bezos, Musk, whatever it is, right? The people who started shit out of their garage from nothing, right? Owning a business and being an entrepreneur is not easy. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. There's no ego to break down when you need to go out and make things work you're grinding dude if you are putting in that work in building your business it's not easy right some people it's really easy right yeah. some people it's just timing it's the person whatever it is and the whole thing is just easy from the very beginning right but for the majority of us building a business and becoming an entrepreneur is is a hard fucking journey, dude. And yeah. people are going to respect you. I I guarantee you, after looking back and right now, I respect myself as a business owner and entrepreneur more by going out, grinding, and putting in the work and not accepting it as defeat. Because it takes a while to reach that success point. Success is a continuous journey, right? So for those of you who are thinking it's an ego thing or thinking that by, by going out and getting a side hustle or finding something that can pay the bills while you put in the time, money, and effort to build your business is accepting some sort of defeat, you need to make that mindset shift because it, it, that is just completely not the case whatsoever. Yeah. You, said a good, uh, uh, you made a very good point. I think like entrepreneurship
1: is not a fiscal journey. It's a personal journey, right? And successful entrepreneurs are people who have developed a mindset to make it. It is not natural to be successful in business off the bat. Honestly, business owners are kind of fucking insane. (laughs) Like You're setting yourself up for tons of risk. Yes, there's tons of reward. And you are in a constant balance of of you know scarcity and abundance and you're you're in a sense of you know this could go right and things are going great and then all of a sudden things are going wrong and everything's on fire and that is not a normal place to be and humans like uh you know they, they want stability there is no stability even in the most successful businesses and so as you're developing it giving yourself an opportunity to grow into that person by providing stability of some sort in this case financial Like you said, I mean, it's it's something that you should actually be more proud of and you should be looking at yourself with respect because instead of blaming others and blaming the market or saying other people have skills that I cannot get or they were naturally better at it or whatever, you've taken on the responsibility and you've put in the hard
0: work to get there, right? Yeah. And I think surrounding yourself with the right people is huge. Like you said, if, you know, all of the people, you know, who chimed in when we were first getting into real estate, when you were first getting into real estate, when the listeners were first getting into real estate, right? There's always going to be the doubters, right? And you mentioned something funny cuz I heard, you know, a lot of similar stuff is, you know, Hey, you know, what do you you know, cool, funny games. You know what I mean? But what happens when the market changes or, you know, what are you going to do when this real estate thing, you know, doesn't work out? And when you are constantly hearing things like that and you're surrounded by people like that, when you do go and make the choice to get a side hustle or a second job, it can be a lot easier to accept defeat, right? Like you had, like what everybody else was saying is true you've got to surround yourself with the other business owners. You've got to surround yourself with the other entrepreneurs. You've got to surround yourself with the other investors, right? Because I guarantee you all those people are going to be saying the complete opposite of what the other circle is saying. Yeah. Right. So again, not being, not being embarrassed, not accepting defeat by going out and doing that. But also what, I think is important is if you do go and get this set, the thing that we mentioned on our podcast before is when you go and you pick up whatever it is, right? Whether you're busing or bartending or serving, or you're doing something online, part-time, whatever, whatever it is, right. To get the bills paid. You've got to be doing that to the very best of your ability. You've got to be going in and making sure that you are doing the job that you are given to the best of your ability with all of your hard work mm-hmm. and going in with the right mindset with no resentment exactly and all of that i guarantee you is going to carry over not only into helping your personal growth but it's going to help your per your business growth excuse me as well after having gone through it once and going through it again i can i promise you that is exactly how it plays out but you've Got to go into that second job or that side hustle or whatever it is you're doing with the right mindset like you said no resentment and putting in all that fucking hard work there too because all of those things are going to carry over 1000%
1: yeah I, I also want to say you know when we were talking about doing this episode there was obviously the part that we wanted to talk about about breaking the stigma right yeah and, and that, that I think we've done I think we've maybe beat the dead horse about Nobody here is to judge you, you know, for getting a second job and taking responsibility and being a reasonable adult. But we want to talk about also how it helps. And we can't explain every reason because, frankly, I don't get why it happens that when you get a second job, your real estate income just goes berserk. But here's what I found for myself personally. When I had uh, a job in the restaurant, When I got to work, I got my head down and and focused and grinded because I only had a certain number of hours in the day. I no longer had the luxury of taking work home. I no longer had the luxury of going on appointments or doing things in the evenings or on the weekends. I was there to fucking work, right? I let that take precedent. And the key there is that I hated going to the restaurant so much that it was like I was on like... I don't know, like pre-workout or like creatine or some crazy, you know, I don't know, not creatine, but like some kind of like a caffeinated drink all the time because I knew the only way I could get myself out of working in the restaurant was if I found so much freaking success in real estate that I could develop consistency, right? And I let all of that frustration that I had internally about having to go to work and you know, having to deal with this, that, and the other, and, you know, having to deal with management again, and having to, you know, I'm a germaphobe, so touch other people's dirty food, all that. I let that motivate me in the office. And when I was in the office, I was there to work, and I took it way more serious.
0: Yeah, it's it's an interesting point, too. Like you said, it's hard to explain all of the things that that contribute to it, because we even after experiencing it, we, we still can't explain some of the aspects, right? Like for example, I'll bring up, um, how my business has gone from, you know, the past year or so. Right. So as an example, I got a second job last in September, maybe August of 2021. Right. Right after I had graduated school, um, started hitting real estate full time for a couple months. And then I was like, shit, bills still need to be paid. I'm not making money. So I'm going to pick something up while I'm still hitting this. Right. I worked that second job from that August, September time frame to April of this year in 2022. In that time period to date was my most successful business period in my whole entrepreneurship journey. I made the most amount of money from September to April that I've ever made at any point before in my life, tenfold, right? The exact time period when I had that second job, right? And the mistake that I think I made that I have preached to a ton of other people, including people in our office who are going through something similar, is April came around and I went, dude, look at all this fucking money I made September to April. That is fucking awesome. I want to get out of here dude. I, it was in restaurant. I'm like dude I, I don't want to be here anymore. It, it, it sucks. It was cool. It helped me but look at all this stuff. I've been consistent. Um, I'm going to drop it. Right. So April, right around the time the market started shifting too, uh, maybe a little bit before Mar- late April, early May, where we knew the market was starting to shift a little bit. I'm like, dude, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. I drop it. And May to June goes around zero dollar month. June to July goes around zero dollar month. July to August goes around zero dollar month right? I'm hit with all of these $0 months and I go, dude, what what the hell is going on here? I just, nothing changed either. Nothing changed. Right. I was doing all of the same things. I'm like, dude, what is going on? And then I found myself in a corner again where I'm like, dude, I never thought I'd have three, four months of zero again. I got to go out and do something because especially with how the market is now, if I'm going to make it out on the other side, I need to... Stop my salary from my business. I need to streamline my business expenses, and I need to fucking make hit the ground running to make sure this goes. Boom. I go out there, not you know, obviously again, not wanting to do it. I go out and pick another second job. Boom. Contract. Two deals. Two contracts. After uh, literally within four, within three weeks of getting that second job, two contracts after four months of zero dollars, and I can't explain it. No change other than going out and doing it. And it's a weird thing. Like you were saying, no explanation. Yeah. But there is benefit in going out and doing it, especially if you are in the position where you need to go and do it. And how do you feel now? (laughs) A a lot better. (laughs) Like,
1: (laughs) because you and I talked and I think by the time you and I had a serious conversation about what you were going to do to solve it, because we met every month and talked about what we could do to push things forward, right? And it's not like you didn't save money. It's not like you were doing something reckless. But when you had that conversation, you sounded like, kind of like, this is just matter of fact, this is what I have to do. And of course, you didn't feel good dealing with zero months. But now you're looking at it. Not only do you have a new form of consistent income, which I know, you know, business income and personal income are different, but still, how do you feel now? Because now you
0: have two contracts in two weeks. Yeah. And it, I feel honestly, really, really thankful and blessed first and foremost, because I, you know, I thankful and blessed for the, for the first thing, but two, it's, I'm trying to, I'm really trying to go in and like we said, there's just stuff that can't be explained. I'm thankful. I'm grateful that we got these two contracts in. It's going to be really helpful for the business, um, you know, financial health to keep going, keep pushing through, and get to that point where things are more consistent. Um, but I know, you know, I'm, I there's some uh, it, again, like you said, it's whether it's correlation, causation, who knows what it is. But I'm, I'm feeling a lot more comfortable and a lot more confident than I was before. And I think, you know, I mentioned one thing, you know, I've been trying to tell more people is, you know, even when you start to see that business growth, even when you start to, you know, pop off with some listings or some buyers pop off for some, you know, commission checks or pop off on some investment deals, you know, don't, let that, you know, short-term success make you go immediately stop what's going on there. Because I think, honestly, looking back, I think some of it was making me feel, like, complacent, right? Like, now that I had made all that money, you know, I don't need this. I'm, I'm good right now, man. I'm good. Yep. So, what I recommend to people, too, is even after you start seeing that success, to still, you know hold your ground keep grinding keep doing things until you truly and and i we can't tell you what that point is because it's going to be personal to each person uh, until you truly get to that point where your business is consistent enough where it's not worth it for you to keep that second job but looking back i wish i would have held on to it during those months because who knows right we can play the what if who knows if those four months would have been zero months right my guess is they probably wouldn't have been, yeah, <laughs> you know no, so I'm with you. I'll chime yeah. in a couple of stats
1: or a couple of things that I would keep an eye out for if I was in a position where I was going back, I'm blessed right now to be in a spot where now that I'm married, it's helpful to have some consistent income coming from Kayla. Um, my business has done super well. Because of my experience previously, I have saved a stupid amount of my business's income so i have a full year of reserves i would say if i was in your spot and you know somebody has to go back and and grind one is calculate how much your business spends a month including whatever income you're hoping to make and i would try to get to at least six months of completely paid you know tax paid or excuse me post-tax saved income for the business so if your business is spending $8,000 $8,000 a month make 8,000 times six What is that? 48 and put 48,000 after taxes into an account that's your owners reserves account when you hit that that is your time when you can put in your two-week notice right and at that point you have six months to find deals to keep that moving and if you get below three months it's time to look again at another job you know, and once you're out of the sales, you know, you're, you're whatever your side hustle is, maybe you're selling cars, you're selling solar, you're uh, whatever it is, right? When you're in your own business and you don't have a side hustle, get up to the one year mark, get up to a year and a half. Having cash is not a bad thing in this market. Yes, inflation's going to eat some of it away. But what's more important, having some security or making the absolute most you can on every penny you have. I think a lot of new business owners need to be smart about saving cash.
0: Yeah, I think being in tune with your financials is whether you are in that position or whether you're in a healthy position. Um, I know you spend a lot of time on your financials. Me, at least 15 to 30 minutes. uh, 30 minutes is a little long. At least 15 minutes every single day, I'm going in and doing a checkup on all of my accounts, all my business accounts, all my personal accounts, going in and just doing a checkup and seeing how everything is, right? Every single day, 15 minutes. And I think being in tune with your financials is, is gonna, it it makes or breaks business owners, right? Because like you said, you know, you start at that six month mark, for example, you know, if you're not keeping track and you're creeping down, now you're down to the three month mark, then you're at zero. Right, one day you wake up <laughs> and your account's at zero, right? You're like, where, where did all that go, right? So I think spending time, st- keeping in tune with your financials is huge. Yeah, and one of the last things we wanted to talk about,
1: um, when you get the second job, it does not mean to pull back from real estate. It means no. to focus and be even more aggressive in how hard you're working in your real estate job. This is to amplify your real estate business, not to detract from it. Oh. It does mean you have to work more. At the end of the day, if you're going into the office at eight, and then you're working restaurant until 9.30 p.m. or 10 p.m., you are working a lot. It's not a sustainable thing forever. Put your ass back to work on the real estate side and get business moving. If that means go to more meetup groups, you know, go to uh, more classes, educate yourself listen to podcasts do everything in your power every waking moment to get out into the real estate force and make sales make some money put it away so then you can put in your two-week notice back at your first or your second job and resume business as normal
0: yeah one thousand percent i know um we've talked to a lot of people about this um I know shout out to a couple guys in the office who are doing it or even going out. I know, um, one of them after some advice from me and another guy went out and is doing the same thing. So if you guys find yourself in a similar spot or you struggle with feeling some of the things that we said you should not be feeling right. Or you have any questions from two people who have gone through it. Um, we, you know, are more than happy to answer your guys's questions, sit down with you. And I think most important, put together a game plan. Cause like you said, it's, it's not sustainable to have those, you know, dude, like right. 8am to 11pm <laughs> is, is not sustainable. Right. So if you guys have any questions. Want to talk about anything? Put together a game plan, which, like I said, I think is the most important. We're available to chat. Um, I'm, glad, I'm glad we elaborated a little bit more, yeah, and, and had this episode. I hope it's really helpful for a lot of people out there listening. I think, especially with you know, a lot of people are struggling right now in this market, and I think, like you said, it's it's time. Even if you're going out and picking up something else, it's time to double down and put in the work in your real estate business too. Yep. So thank
1: you guys for tuning in again to this week's episode of the podcast. If you are dealing with any of these issues, please give us a call. We'd rather see you succeed than fail because you didn't ask. So if there's anything we can do to help you, please give us a call, especially if you have a second job and you're looking
0: to find traction in your business. Boom. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.